when it's in ministry, one of the favorite things that I had to do, um, or that I got to do, uh, were the sacraments. And obviously celebrating the Mass has kind of a priority in a special place. Uh, but outside of that, uh, and then there's a, there's a special grace with like confessing and absolving people of their sins. Uh, but one of the, uh, I don't know, just one of my favorite sacraments is baptism. And when you get to baptize people, whether they be infants or adults, there's just a, um, I don't know, it's, there's, just a, there's just a special gift and grace that goes with that that, that I always um, uh, love to be able to, to be a part of that and to participate in that. And as I was thinking about that this morning, uh, and that gift and that grace of baptism, and um, it, it was because uh, reflecting on this uh, reading that we have today from the Gospel of Matthew, and this is uh, this is the last thing that basic in, in the Gospel of Matthew. This is the last thing Jesus says to the apostles before he says he has sends them to heaven. And I don't think it was meant to be like an afterthought. It was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> but it, it's something that is. It, it's almost like the the culmination of the the mission. And and this is the this is kind of like this is the final instruction where he's sending them out. He's he's taught them everything. They've experienced his 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 love in a very uh, uh, beautiful and intimate way. And now uh, now he's sending them out to preach the gospel into the world. And 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 the last and the last thing that they he says to them, it he, they go up to the mountain that Jesus had told them to go to. And when they all saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached them and said. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I command you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. And so so this is, uh, he gives us the form that that we still use today. I baptize you, whoever it is that we're baptizing, uh, if it's... um, um, Sally, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and and that is because we believe that that's invariable. That that's the form that Jesus gave us. And so, in reflecting on that and and thinking about today's feast day, which is Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday is actually uh, it's it's one of the most central mysteries to our faith. This this belief that we have of, of three persons and one God. And, you know what does that mean? But but to try to to try this is a central core tenet of our faith. Yet to go and to try to explain it, it's like what does that mean? You know, try to explain that to somebody that that has never heard about Jesus, or you know, we, we kind of take it for granted. You know, oh yeah, three persons, one God. You know, that just makes perfect sense. But but really, when you think about it, it no, it doesn't make perfect sense. Because we don't have that experience. We have a, a one nature to one person, and that's invariable with us as human beings. We have no experience. What would that be like to have three persons in a single nature? You know, I, it's just completely beyond our capacity and our ability to even imagine that. And so we, we try to come up with, with analogies that, uh, that, and all analogies limp, you know, like the, and, and it's not being critical. It's just it, it highlights the the difficulty in the uh, in trying to explain it. You know, like Saint Saint uh, Patrick had the 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 clover. You know, the three. You know, you got the three parts in in the one clover. And but but it's not three parts. It's not three leaves. It each fully possesses the the whole divine nature. You know, and so so really, 
my my analogy, actually, it's not mine. I borrowed it from somebody in the seminary. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Was the Oreo cookie? You know, you've got you've got the the two you know the two halves. The one is the complete perfect image of the other one, and you got the cream filling, the Holy Spirit in the middle. <laughs> you know, it's the bond of love. But anyway, but but again, all analogies they 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 kind of limp along, and and so, and so again, how do, how do we? How do we think about that? And so, so when, I was, when I was praying about that, and I was thinking about it this morning, um, and, and in, in context of the gospel, in context, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Um, the image that came to me uh, was from the, the, the word baptize. And the Greek word uh, the Greek word means uh, uh, baptizo, means to plunge. And, and, and we kind of miss out on that sometimes a little bit because in, in our tradition, there, uh, we, we kind of use the, the tradition of, of pouring. You know, we pour the water and baptize in water. But, but this idea, if we take those words of our Lord, I baptize you, I plunge you. So, to think about being plunged into God, as it were. This this idea that we are baptized means that that we go into the mystery, that we are, are immersed in this incredible mystery of God, this, this three persons of the Holy Trinity. We're immersed into really... Because what the Trinity is, is it's ultimately the love of God. Thinking about the, uh, how do we pray that in the creed? Uh, the, we say that the Son is, I believe in God, the Father, mighty creator of heaven and earth. You have the creator. Uh, and then we talk about the Son, uh, begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made. And, and so... So uh, consubstantial with it. So when we talk about the Father, is is that gift of of pouring forth His His love totally and completely. The Son receiving; He is begotten of the Father, of the Father's perfect and complete and infinite total gift of Himself. The Son receives that gift, and in that in that love between the Father and the Son is it generates it goes forth is is this new life. In the, in the Holy Spirit that proceeds forth from the Father and the Son. So to be baptized into the mystery of God, to be baptized, to be plunged into the mystery of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit means that we are plunged into infinite love because we are plunged, we are baptized into the mystery of God. Because God is love. That is the mystery of God, of three persons and one God. It's the mystery of love. It's the mystery of eternal love. It's the mystery of interpersonal love that, that it's not, God is not just simply a solitary being. But within God there are relationships and there are relationships of love. So, that, so as, I was, as I was thinking about all of those things that being plunged into the mystery of God, into the love of God, the, the image that I had was... I don't know if you've ever taken a, a, a flight uh, over the ocean. And, and you look around for, for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And all you can see is ocean. 
There's just water in, in, in every, every single direction. So now imagine being dropped from that airplane into the ocean, you know, from whatever it is, 30,000 feet or whatever, you know, and, and all you can see everywhere. And then being plunged in that's, you know, and still that doesn't do it justice. You know, the, that's just, that, that ocean is just a drop in the bucket. But compared to us, you know, it's, it might as well be infinite. But we are plunged into that mystery. Uh, St. Faustina, she talked about the, the ocean of God's mercy, of being plunged into the mystery of God. And so just going down and not, not resurfacing for air, but going down in, into the mystery of the, of the depth of that, of going ever deeper and deeper and deeper into the mystery of God's love. In our Western philosophical tradition, we we and theological tradition, we kind of like to we like things to make sense and we like to define things. But in the Eastern sense, they they still have this sense of the reverence of mystery, and that it's okay to have things as just to be able to say that I can't understand this. I don't. I know that it's true because God has told me. But just to sit, they're comfortable with just sitting in that mystery and reveling in the mystery without having to figure it out. Because we're not going to figure it out. And still we try. And it's not that we shouldn't try to you know, understand or explain things. That's what we, theology is, study of God. But we get to a certain point where we have to, have to acknowledge the immensity of the mystery and the greatness of the mystery of God's love. And this is what we are plunged into. We are baptized. Because when we are baptized, we, we receive. It, it, it's, it's we go into the mystery of God, but we receive. God comes into us. We are, we are divinized. We are made holy. The indwelling of God comes into us. So, so it's this immensity of God's love, but yet there's, there's an immediacy to it. That he is eternally present to us interiorly. And, and so it, it, it's just, it, it's an incredible and wonderful thing just to, just to sit with and, and to meditate on and to, to behold and to, to think about just this incredible mystery that we celebrate today, the mystery of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that we are baptized, that we are plunged into that mystery of God, into the mystery of the Trinity that we are plunged into love. And, and so, so this love surrounds us, this love fills us, and it transforms us. And as we are transformed by that, that Trinitarian mystery of God's love, and as we come to know and to understand what loving really means, of what it means to pour forth ourselves in love completely, as Jesus did on the cross, what it means for us to receive and to accept that infinite gift of love, even when we're not worthy of it, that, that mystery of his mercy, and to go forth in the spirit, in love, to share that gift of his mystery with others. It, it's an incredibly uh, wondrous and, and beautiful thing for us to, to contemplate into mystery. So let us really um, uh, pray for that, that, that gift of, of just reverence for the mystery, that, uh, to be able to stand in awe 
in this mystery of the Most Blessed Trinity um, and to realize how much that God loves us, that we are baptized into the Trinity, that we are baptized into the Father, into the Son, into the Holy Spirit, that we are baptized into love, that we are plunged into that mystery of God's infinite and eternal love.